What a night of basketball as Thursday has come and gone with the Sweet 16 resuming. And we now know that the top seeds, Gonzaga and Arizona, are both gone out of the West and South regionals. Duke still very much alive, along with Arkansas, Villanova, and Houston. And we've got four more games coming on Friday night. Welcome back in to the nation's college basketball show and podcast. It's college basketball coast to coast. I am merely TJ Reeves coming your way in the middle of the night, Thursday night into Friday morning, because we want to give you the very latest and quickest reaction to everything that has gone on on Thursday night in both San Francisco and San Antonio. To that end, in just a second, you'll hear a conversation I just had a few moments ago with T.C. Martin of the T.C. Martin Show out in Las Vegas. T.C. five days a week does a great job. T.C.Martinshow.com on the air five days a week out in the Vegas area. He is on scene in San Francisco, was in the Chase Center, downtown San Francisco, on Thursday night to see number one Gonzaga go down at the hands of Arkansas in the first game on the floor. And then the Duke Blue Devils, Coach K could be done at any time. Coach K, Mike Krzyzewski, not done on Thursday night as they pull out a win over Texas Tech in a game they were losing a lot of the way. A fantastic game with, what, 12 lead changes uh, in the game, 11 lead changes in the second half. It was a tremendously hot contested game, and the Duke Blue Devils found a way to win it to move on to play Arkansas. The other uh, winners, Villanova and Houston, knocking out Arizona. We're going to talk more about that later on in the show with Ari Russell. I love Ari's insight and analysis. Ari has been with me from the SiriusXM days. Uh, also on TuneIn and our coverage on college basketball coast-to-coast here live and on podcast. Ari will be with me at the Final Four once again as we've been for years. He's been with me in Arizona. He's been with me in Minnesota previously at the Final Four, on and on. I look forward to Ari Russell hanging with me in New Orleans uh, next week as well. He's up later on in this show. Again, uh, just a tremendous night of basketball that will have four more games coming on Friday night, including the East Regional that will have Purdue and tiny St. Peter's play first in Philadelphia. North Carolina and UCLA, the Blue Bloods, playing later on on Friday night. Uh, Those uh, two matchups have two teams that will uh, earn their way into the Elite Eight in the East Regional for a shot at the Final Four. Midwest Regional will have top seed Kansas taking on the Providence Friars, the regular season champions out of the Big East. And then a couple of upstart double-digit seeds, Miami and Iowa State, and Ari Russell's a Miami guy. He's an alum, so he's going to have a lot to say about uh, his Hurricanes this weekend and what can they do with Iowa State. We'll find out from Ari in a little bit. But again, the stories on Thursday night are the upset wins by Arkansas and by Houston as they've knocked out the number one seeds. Villanova did what they were supposed to do, and Duke still very much alive. And let's pick up on that point about the Duke win right now. As promised, T.C. Martin right there inside the Chase Center for all of the drama on Thursday night. Let's begin with the second game real quick. You've just witnessed Duke pulling it out, outplaying Texas Tech at the their Sweet 16 game, 78-73. What are your thoughts? You just saw it. They stay alive. Yes, T.J. Reeves here at the Chase Center, a wild scene, and I just got a chance to see Coach K as a he uh, went to the locker room there and a uh, crazy night. A lot of Dukies here in the house here at the uh, Chase Center. And uh, what a night of basketball. Uh, Duke survives and advances. Gonzaga goes home early again. 
And we'll talk about Gonzaga in just one second. Why was Duke so good uh, at the end of this game, whether it was uh, Paulo Bancaro hitting shots or Roach hitting shots or free throws? They, they were ice water, were they not? Yeah, Mark Williams, too. Give him credit. Again, he was huge inside. And, uh, you know, Duke really uh, controlled the paint and they, uh, they rested up on the defensive end. But the bottom line was this team offensively is so capable and they have so many scores. And when you're getting contributions like that, you know, from Roach, you know, Bancaro is going to do his thing. But, uh, you know, the way Griffin was playing tonight, uh, he was lights out as well, too. Complete balance effort by Duke. And this is who they are. I mean, you know, Duke can match up with anybody, as we know. And, uh, you know, they have, uh, you know, All-Americans galore, you know, on this uh, roster. When they're all clicking, it's a tough team to beat. And uh, like I, you know, we talked about earlier in the week, I just think that this uh, team is is playing on, uh, you know, with house money right now. And they really played like that in the second half tonight. No doubt. T.C. Martin with me for just a couple of more minutes. T.C. Martin show in Vegas. He's on scene in San Francisco. He's another Northern California guy as well. Uh, give us a taste of what the arena was like. We could see it on TV. A ton of Duke fans making noise. We saw Coach K animated, pumping his fist at the end. What was it like in the arena at the end of this thing? Yeah, it was electric. It was a, it was a great crowd uh, tonight. And again, you know, we know that Duke always travels well. And uh, no exception, uh, you know, here tonight, I'd say uh, 70% of the crowd was, uh, were, were Dukies. They came from all over. Uh, they were energized. They're enthusiastic and uh, just a great atmosphere. And this building is fantastic, too, the home of the Warriors, the new home for the Warriors, uh, you know, right here on the Bay in San Francisco. So, uh, you know, great arena, great vibe, uh, great sight lines, and, again, uh, great basketball tonight. All right, so Duke will now play Arkansas. They upset Gonzaga, as you referenced. How did they do that? How did they overwhelm the presumptive number one team that everybody had in the final four in their bracket, it seems like? How did Arkansas pull it off, TC? You were there. Great guard play. Simply great guard play. And that's what Arkansas does. Uh, They will muck it up. They'll slow it down. And uh, their guards uh, just really controlled the game. And they were just more physical, too, uh, than Gonzaga. Holmgren was not a factor at all. He had uh, three cheap early fouls. Uh, you know, he wasn't good at all tonight. And, uh, you know, it was really Timmy and no one else. They could not get any production from their guard play whatsoever. Uh, their guards were abysmal for Gonzaga. And Arkansas just had the, the more aggressive guards. Uh, they shot the ball t- extremely well. Williams was a beast uh, inside and outside for Arkansas. And we, we've seen Arkansas do this before. I mean, Arkansas is a very talented team. And uh, tonight uh, they were hitting their shots from the perimeter, but they really controlled uh, Gonzaga both inside and outside. And real quick, are the shots at Mark Few that are flying everywhere on the internet, everybody's an armchair quarterback, that once again here, he's got the presumptive number one team, he doesn't get it done. Are those shots warranted? Are they fair with as talented a team as he had that he doesn't get it done against Arkansas and doesn't even get to the Final Four? Yeah, I think they are warranted. And again, if you watch the way Mark uh, Few coached tonight, uh, just it was was an abysmal uh, coaching performance, in my opinion. You saw him in the first half. Uh, they had an eight-point lead. Uh, he kept, uh, uh, you know, going to his bench. Uh, he took hot guys out. He, he used like 10 guys in the first half. It didn't really make sense. And then the second half, he shrunk that bench completely, and he just went away from, from what they were doing uh, well in, in the first half. And uh, it seemed like, uh, yeah, he was definitely outcoached tonight uh, by Eric Musselman. But, yeah, I think, uh, I think warranted. I mean, we've seen this before with Mark Few. They look great in the WCC. Uh, but uh, this time of year, they're just uh, overmatched. And again, Arkansas looked to be the bigger, faster, stronger team tonight. 
about that. Again, Arkansas had never beaten a number one seed ever in any NCAA tournament. They do that. Duke had never won an NCAA tournament game in the Pacific time zone, by the way, <laughs> under Coach K. Both of those things happened. T.C. Martin was right there. Brother, I always love the insight. Thank you for uh, spending a couple minutes with me on the run, trying to get some dinner with Bill Cartwright, the big seven-footer. You spent some time with me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Be well. We'll catch up again. You got it, brother. Appreciate you. Love TC's insight. And again, uh, he will be there for the regional final now that turns out to be Arkansas and Duke for a spot in the final four. Can Duke get back there in Coach K's final year? We are going to find out. Ari Russell's going to be with me with thoughts on the Duke win, the Arkansas win, but also Villanova, a team that he's seen winning in San Antonio, Texas over the Michigan Wolverines. They were impressive. So, too, were the Houston Cougars. It's Villanova and Houston in the other Elite Eight matchups decided on Thursday. Ari will have a quick preview as well of uh, the Friday night Miami-Iowa State game. He's a Hurricane alum. So that interview coming up in just a moment. Reminder, we are brought to you in part by sponsor Ticket Smarter. If you're looking for tickets for these games on Friday night in Philadelphia or also in Chicago, a Ticket Smarter is where you go. 100% guaranteed, protected as the consumer on the secondary market. Great selection of seats as well. And use our promo code COAST22 for college basketball coast to coast. COAST22. Take $10 off your order. As we've been telling you throughout March, every time you use it, take 10 bucks off with Ticket Smarter. Use their mobile app, TicketSmarter.com. Uh, again, for the regional finals coming in San Francisco or San Antonio for those games, the Elite Eight game Saturday or the Elite Eight game Sunday in Philadelphia and also uh, Chicago or the Final Four in New Orleans. Ticket Smarter on the mobile app TicketSmarter.com and our promo code COAST22 saves you $10 off. Think Smarter, Ticket Smarter and our promo code COAST22. As we do roll along, more insight and analysis upcoming right now. Love this guy, my wingman. I can't I can't do this Sweet 16 Elite Eight Final Four stuff and not have me some Ari Russell, especially when his Miami Hurricanes are playing in a Sweet 16 game coming up on Friday night against Iowa State uh, in Chicago. Uh, Ari, an alum from there. Good to have you as always. Uh, we should mention again to the college basketball coast-to-coast -coast audience that Ari and I are coming uh, on here right on the heels of Duke having finished off a uh, another comeback ceiling win over Texas Tech, who led them most of the way. We've also seen Gonzaga lose on that same floor. Uh, we got so much to cover. Villanova won earlier in the night in San Antonio. Houston knocked out the number one seed, Arizona. That game has gone final, just as you and I are about to do the interview. So Houston back in the Elite Eight again. Ari, my goodness, the drama of the NCAA tournament delivered again on a Thursday night. How are you feeling? Oh, I feel great. Uh, you know, good games. And <clears throat> that Duke-Texas Tech game was a oh. phenomenal game. That was just a great played ball game both teams i mean I, the texas tech is just so well coached they really put it did everything they could it's just duke is is so talented they're just so they just have too much talent and they're playing well like look like you know that's the thing that sometimes some of these talented duke teams have fallen short these guys really play hard and they they really you know really showed some ice water especially at jeremy roach at the end hitting big shots um you know again everything is guard play and at this point when you get to this point it's guard play we saw gonzaga really struggle with their guards uh, the the uh, arkansas backcourt really dominated that game 
Um, and uh, I, I think the uh, guard play for, for Duke is the one that really pulled it out at the end. I mean, obviously, Bancaro had a big game, but Roach is the one that hit the big shots at the end to really, you know, create that deficit. Is that a D.C. Uh, high school area kid? I believe it is. Ari Russell's a D.C. high school area kid. Jeremy Roach, yeah. one big shot after another. Yeah. Uh, you can't say enough uh, about the job he did. And Bancaro is one of the top players in college basketball you would expect oh, him yeah. to deliver. But this is two straight games where they could have gone out and they took it from the opponent. Michigan State Sunday, yes. Texas Tech in this game tell me more about making the plays at the end yes. of the game with it all on the line well i mean the, the biggest play at the game was was really williams's block uh at the i think it was like a, a minute and a half left he just blocked it and it just you know created the, the transition um and and that was really what it was because texas tech they were going back and forth and they were trading a lot of buckets it was you know i think it was like 11 lead changes 11 ties in that mm. game at that point um and and that was really a, a huge deal because i think they were behind by three at that point um and then i, I think roach hits a shot uh kind of that fade away in the lane um, that, that was around like the foul line extended, if I'm not mis mistaken. So, mm -hmm. um, it, it was, it was, that was the play. It was a defensive play at the end that, that really kind of, you know, created that, uh, that space that Duke needed. And look, you know, Texas tech hit that three, uh, hands hit that three on the pump when usually you miss it when they pump it and, and he hit it to keep him in the game. But, you know, uh, Duke started hitting their foul shots and, you know, did, did everything they had to do to, to execute and win that game. And, you know, Coach K lives another week, uh, and the, he's, he's not retiring yet. So, lives another Russell. day, a week. Yeah, yeah Ari Russell hanging with me here on College Basketball Coast to Coast. And full disclosure, in previous broadcast lives, you and I have worked together at Sirius XM in and around Coach K, his yeah. radio show. Uh, we've been at the Duke-North Carolina game together. Just say something. He was showing the emotion. I was saying this with T.C. Martin yes. earlier in this broadcast. He was in the arena. I said, how much could you see the emotion of Coach K? He said a little bit from Press Row TV, obviously showing it more on CBS. Ari, what are your thoughts uh, that, yeah. that he is – in his 43rd year, that's his 100th, 100th NCAA tournament win. And he was pumping his fist like it was his first NCAA tournament win at the end of that thing. You don't see that that much from from Coach K, that type of uh, emotion and, and, you know, really waving his arms. I mean, he really just, you know, he, he, he did that, the whole arm, you know, um, you know, clenched his been turned around and really could see how happy he is and you could tell he really likes these kids that that he that play for him because they play their butts off for him uh and they executed the game plan and they won you know so you could see he was really he was really happy and even when he went with uh, the coach's handshake at the end you know he, he kind of had that face like you know you guys really gave us everything you can mm -hmm. and i imagine the post-game press conference is going to be a lot of praise to texas tech and that's a heck of a basketball team that they beat um you know but but duke is a heck of a team and at this point with arizona and gonzaga out um you have to really look at them as being the team with the most talent and at this point kind of probably the favorites to win it at this point at this point but you never know we still got a game on saturday they have sure. to play got to play arkansas we'll talk about them yeah. in a second van carroll finished with 25 roach had 15 coach k did say on the court to cbs afterwards this team has grown up and i think he's meaning since the loss to north carolina in his final home game where they were set to honor him with all the different things they were doing and they lost the game and he stood there and said uh this is not over yet angrily uh meaning we still have a postseason to play and they are still very much alive duke in this one coming on 
uh, Saturday in the West Regional. They had never won uh-huh. a game under Coach K in the Pacific time zone, but now they have by virtue of that win in San Francisco. So Arkansas, let's stick with the game that was on that floor just before, Ari. I was asking T.C. Martin this. Same question to you. Um, how did Arkansas get this done? Uh, when Gonzaga's been the presumptive favorite to be in the Final Four, if not win the national championship, and Arkansas, the lone SEC team left after the first weekend, gets it done. How did they get it done? The, the guards put a lot of pressure on the, on the Gonzaga guards. Um, they really made them beat them, and the Gonzaga guards just couldn't do get the job done. They shot terribly. Um, if it wasn't for Drew Timmy, um, you know, um, really putting them back in the game, it would have been a much much greater uh, difference than the end of the score at the end of the game. Um, but um, you know, it, it was foul trouble. Also the, the refereeing in that game was just awful too. Mm. I mean, let's, let's be real. The refereeing in this whole tournament has been absolutely dreadful. I mean, it's remarkably bad. Um, but that said, I don't think they would have made too much of a difference. Arkansas really outplayed them and it was the backcourt. Note, uh, even though he shot pretty, kind of he took a lot of shots he took like 30 something shots today but he hit some big shots he also really made it difficult for Gonzaga to defend they, they were getting in the lane they were hitting big three-point shots um, just as Gonzaga was trying to get back in the game Arkansas just seemed to always hit that shot to really keep that that uh, that distance between them and Gonzaga and you know it just wasn't enough for for the big guys for uh, Chet Holgram he was in foul trouble. Uh, didn't score any points in the first half. Uh, second half, he, he he did come up, but again, foul trouble. They really made him a non-factor. Two games in a row against Memphis yeah. and against Arkansas, where the presumptive number one pick, if not the first or second pick in the NBA draft, was not much of a factor and in foul trouble, and it really yeah. hurt them. You mentioned Note did shoot the ball twenty-nine times. You weren't exaggerating. It was not a great offensive performance, really. Uh, from Arkansas overall. They made a couple of buckets when they had to. They made free throws when they had to, which is what they've done. Um, and again, they got stops. They got block shot at the end. They got uh, they got enough yep. stops at the end to get this done. Okay, yeah. same question I asked to T.C. Martin. Welcome mm-hmm. to big-time sports. Welcome to, to big-time, highest-level college basketball. Mark Few, once again, with a tremendously talented team, not even in the final four. How much criticism in your mind does he deserve, Ari Russell? Uh, I don't think that's fair. I mean, um, it's hard to win two games in the NCAA tournament. They make it every single year. He's already been to two championship games. Remember how before it was like, you don't make the final four. Gonzaga never makes the final four. They finally made it. They made it to two championship games about the last five or six years. Um, you know, at some point it's going to happen. Look, you know, I think our, our guy, uh, Matt Zemick, mentioned this on Twitter said, I think it took uh, 24 seasons for, for Dean Smith to finally win a national title at North Carolina. I believe that Mark few was in his 23rd season at Gonzaga. So look, you know, he's still a great coach. I, I don't really want to say the criticisms there granted, you know, they lost their best recruit in years and Suggs into the NBA. He was a lottery pick. You know, the difference was really the guard play and Suggs last year was a huge difference maker. They don't have them this year, huge drop off, I think, um, you know, so it's difficult to win games. They made the sweet 16. They got punched in the mouth by a more physical team. And that's really where you got to look at where Gonzaga lost. They, they, they got out physical and out hustle today. And I don't know if that's on coaching or if that's on the players, just not really, you know, showing up to, to the well, way that they can. You, you, touched on this Nimhard, the outstanding guard uh, for them the last two years 
Uh, they needed a big game from him, two of 12 from yeah. the floor. And he was almost in the, in the first half, they took it from him two or three times already. He was almost hesitant, if not unwilling to take the ball at the basket anymore for fear they were going to strip it from him or body right. him up or whatever. He was a non-factor. That was huge. Credit Arkansas. We get a, a Duke Arkansas regional final to go to the final <laughs> four. Now again, full credit to Eric Musselman and his team for pulling that oh, yeah. win off because there were a lot of people knocking them hey they beat vermont they beat new mexico state what does that mean well now they beat gonzaga to get yeah. in the elite eight a few moments left it's college basketball coast to coast i promise i'm going to ask Ari a couple of questions about friday but we haven't even covered the south regional so you've been around the villanova program for years doing work mm-hmm. with me on college basketball coast to coast you were in the garden in person for their big east tournament title win over creighton they now have advanced once again to the elite eight they put it on michigan on Thursday night, uh, 63-55. Again, they made every big play with the game on the line. The veteran players, Samuels had 22. He had a couple of big shots and a big defensive play. Uh, Ryan Gillespie, a big three late. Give me some thoughts here on Villanova back in the Elite Eight real quick. Well, yeah, you know, the further they get along in the tournament, the more of a threat and danger they become just because of their veteran status. And a lot of their guys have been there before, especially their, you know, their leader in Colin Gillespie. <clears throat> you know, Michigan is is kind of kind of uh, snuck into the Sweet 16 here and, and, you know, was a team early on in the season, preseason top 10, if I'm not mistaken, maybe even top five, fell off and really started putting it together in the tournament. But, you know, again, they're, they're playing against a, a veteran tough team in, in Villanova. And you just don't want to face them. I don't think anyone wants to face them. Look, they play as good as a defense. They hold opponents to 62 points a game. I mean, that's that's what they're going to do. They're going to choke you, and they're not afraid of bigger teams. Michigan, much bigger team than they are, and, and they really just took it at them. Uh, they're just not afraid. Uh, they're just com- comfortable. They play within themselves. They play. I'd always say that Jay Wright's team plays as deliberate as a basketball as you can, and that's what they did today. It wasn't a pretty game. Uh, but that's you know that's really what Villanova they can win they can win ugly and uh, if it's ugly that that's they're comfortable with that as well. Uh, you know Michigan fifty five points today. If you look at it, I think that they've only they've given up sixty sixty one and fifty five in the tournament. Mm-hmm. That's even below their average for what they give up there in the year. So their defense is even stepping up at the right time. And now they're going to play against a, a Houston team, uh, which has uh, pulled the big upset, really. I mean, Arizona just – I don't think they got off the bus, um, you know, especially in that second half. They didn't get out the locker room the second half because uh, Houston really put it on them at the end and, and just – just a well-coached Kelvin Sampson team. Again, you know, every single year, this guy can do it, can coach at Houston. That their second all second or third all-time wins this year. Who had that? They lost, I think, three starters, including Quentin Grimes on the Knicks now. Yeah, and they're still, they're back. They have one win away from another Final Four. And even I heard in the background, and maybe you did too, Ari's toddler, his daughter, <laughs> is agreeing about Kelvin Sampson in Houston at this late hour. What is mm-hmm. she still doing up? She's watching March Madness with you. That should not yes. be the case. I'm just giving you yeah. Parenting 101. Get her in the bed. <laughs> uh, in any event, uh, Villanova, again, deserves a lot of credit. They spread you out. They got guys that can take you off the dribble. They can, they can hit the spot up three. Uh, they're not invincible, but they're really, really good, and they play together. And you mentioned Houston will now be the opponent. We are mm-hmm. fresh off of watching them finish off Arizona as we're taping this conversation, uh, you and I. Uh, Shed, the point guard, played well. Again, their defense and their length befuddled uh, Arizona the entire game. You cannot say enough for that. It it, it got to Illinois. 
It got to Arizona tonight, and Villanova better be ready for that length. The defense, the shot blocking, the rebounding at both ends of the floor, they are going to bring it in San mm-hmm. Antonio, the Houston Cougars, just real quick. Oh, yeah, that's 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 a tough one to call. Again, both teams are very good defensively and uh, really get at it, uh, really physical. Uh, you Both very well conditioned. Villanova, that's really one of their advantages is their conditioning. But but they're not going to be you know they're not going to be able to run out and out condition Houston because they're also a little deeper. Um, but um, you know it, it's a tough game to call at this point. I really I really I wasn't expecting Villanova to really to get this far. I thought they were a two seed. Yeah, I think they earned it, but I wasn't really too confident after watching them in the Garden. But um, you know now watching them in the tournament and watching Houston, um, definitely uh, that's that's a tough one to call. What what is it about Villanova and Texas, the two national title wins in Houston and in San Antonio? 2016 2018 now they have a chance to clinch a final four berth once again in san antonio Mm -hmm. jay wright and the lone star state go together it seems like (laughs) houston stands in the way though and they will have a lot of fans in the arena obviously only about two two and a half hour drive from houston depending on how fast you drive to get to san antonio (laughs) for saturday uh for that one before you go here on college basketball coast to coast ari is a canes guy through and through so Friday night, as we're releasing this show on TuneIn and on podcast, Miami-Iowa State will be the final game of the four games Friday night. Uh, you're going to be anxious all mm-hmm. day and all evening Friday for your team oh with a shot at gosh. the Elite Eight. What are, you, what are you looking for real quick? Give me a quick thought here. What are you looking for as a key or two for Miami to move I, on? I mean, Iowa State is another great defensive team. They really muddy the waters uh, – you know, I, I'm looking. I'm looking for. I'm looking for someone to stop Isaiah Wong at this point. I want to see if Iowa State could do that because at this point, no one's been able to stop him other than the refs and the foul trouble uh, in the first game. So, I mean, Miami's got the guard play. Look, Brockington, I believe. Uh, you know, he's he's really uh, he's really the guy. You know, he's he's really the uh, you know their best player by far. Uh, he's an NBA. He's definitely an NBA uh, prospect. Uh, probably the only one on the court at this point, according to the to the to, the, um, to all the charts. Um, so I, you know, this is this is. I still think that Miami has the uh, the superior guards overall between Moore, Wong, um, mm-hmm. Augusti, and and Jordan Miller. You know, they do the five out, and uh, they're not afraid. Uh, Iowa State's big, bigger, but they're not as big as the last two opponents they faced, uh, nor are they as good on the front court as the last two teams they faced. So I, and, I like Miami's chances, but you never know. You never know. And either way, it's an amazing situation because Miami's never been in the Elite Eight, and yeah. Iowa State, once again, won two games a year ago. What a remarkable turnaround just to get to the Sweet 16, just to be in the NCAA tournament. But to now be in the Sweet 16 after a two-win season with a first-year coach, T.J. Otzenberger, Let's see what happens in that one. Give me a quick answer. St. Peter's uh, in the matchup with Purdue. That's not far from where you are in Philadelphia, not far from the St. Peter's uh, campus. Do they have any hope of hanging in earlier on Friday night with Purdue as we release this in the preview mode? Or do you think Purdue too big, too tough, and the magic runs out for the Peacocks? Real quick. I think the magic runs out for the Peacocks. I think they'll probably keep it close to the first half, maybe a little bit in the second half, but I expect Purdue to pull away, you know, around the 12-minute mark to make it, you know, a significant lead. I, I just think they're too talented. Uh, you know, they've got Jordan Ivey, who's definitely a top three pick as well. Uh, I, I just don't see I just don't see it happening. Uh, we never seen it happen before. It would probably be the, the biggest upset 
even though their first upset against Kentucky may be the biggest upset of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to say. I just, I just don't, I just don't know if it's possible at this point. I just don't see who, the how one, they can handle Ivy. The one interesting variable, if it is close, if, 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 if it is back and forth because they are the first game on the floor, the North Carolina and UCLA fans will be in the arena and they will join in to cheer on everything St. Peter's does. You and I have been around this a bunch. They'll cheer on yes. everything the Peacock do if they're making things happen in the second half if you're purdue you don't want any part of that you do not want it in the second half have it at an arm's length be up eight be up 10 be up be up more than that uh, in the second half and not and not have it be a factor we will see if it is a factor listen great job on this i look forward to talking to you some more about your miami hurricanes as the weekend unfolds because that means they've won and they're still alive Uh, Nonetheless, thank you for hanging with me late night Thursday into Friday as we have this show rolling on college basketball coast to coast. And Ari Russell, we're going to be hanging at the Final Four as well. Mm -hmm. And we're going to have tickets being punched, slots being filled in the Final Four this weekend. Looking forward to it. Thank you again, my friend. Great stuff with the insight and the analysis. Always a pleasure. How will those Hurricanes do in the final game on Friday night? We're going to find out again. Kansas and Providence will be up first on the United Center floor. The only number one seed that's left right now, the Kansas Jayhawks playing the Providence Friars. And, hey, Villanova looked good out of the Big East. Will Providence look good on Friday night and get two Big East teams in the Elite Eight? We're going to find out again. The other regional site is Philadelphia, where Purdue and St. Peter's are on the floor. Purdue, the last Big Ten team that's alive against the 15-seed St. Peter's, uh, the third 15-seed ever to make it to this point. The previous two, Florida Gulf Coast and Oral Roberts last year, didn't win the game. Will St. Peter's keep it close? We'll see. North Carolina, UCLA after that. Two Blue Bloods. I like UCLA in that matchup uh, as well. Again, we will come back with a recap show and preview the weekend uh, that will include the Duke, Arkansas, and Villanova-Houston games. That's coming on Saturday. For now, enjoy the games on Friday. My thanks to T.C. Martin out in San Francisco covering uh, the West Regional. Also, Ari Russell. Uh, We'll see what happens with his Hurricanes on Friday night. Joining me as well, thank you for joining me. Whether you found us on TuneIn, streaming on the College Basketball Coast to Coast channel, top and bottom of the hour, podcast form, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Thank you for finding us. I'm TJ Reeves. Enjoy the games Friday. We're headed to the Elite Eight on College Basketball Coast to Coast.